London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to London Property, home of Super Prime. It's Mental Awareness Month and we are in conversation today with Arthur Polens, who is a breathing expert. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Um, so Arthur, please tell us about uh, how you moved on from a very topical subject for London property being architecture to breathworks. Yes, it's been a long journey. And um, so I, I'm originally from Latvia. I grew up in Latvia and then moved to Denmark to study architecture, construction. And um, all along the way, I had a fascination and passion for martial arts. I've been training, competing, enjoying, and alongside of interest in martial arts, there's been always a curiosity in Eastern philosophy and meditation. And um, when I was in university already in Denmark, living in Denmark at the time, um, I uh, had training routine. I was training, competing in mixed martial arts, and um, also having a part-time job, going to university. All of those pressures and stresses were adding up. And... Um, because I had the understanding of how to train my body, but I didn't really have the knowledge of how to deal with my mind, with the stress, with anxiety that was coming with everything that I was facing in combination with performance sports, right? That's when I got curious about learning about meditation and how I can use some of those um, tools and techniques and find out about them. And that was my initial exposure to this practice. It was finding ways how I can deal with my mind and first was reading books on breathing technique, yogic breathing techniques called pranayama or um, actually reading books on freediving because I, I saw that those guys who are doing the diving, they are applying the knowledge of the breath and of their mind in a really pressure situations. And um, I maintained the practice. I continued the practice for my own sitting down every morning for 10 minutes, but it never was a really deep exploration of it. But only when I was already living in London, working at a property development company with a pressured, stressed uh, job, I, uh, I was still competing and training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I actually got injured in competition. So I dislocated my knee. I basically was sidelined. And I didn't have my escape physical training movement that I loved for me to clear my mind. And that's when I realized there was this thing that I was kind of practicing, but never really exploring truly deeply. And that's when I actually decided to use the time when I couldn't barely walk to go deeper and start learning about breathwork, different breathing techniques. That was the first time I went and actually studied with a teacher. And that was kind of the first uh, domino that actually this injury that happened when I was overreaching with my capacity that made me slow down and made me curious again and to dive deeper and now I'm basically somehow along the way it created this into my into my career into what I do. So you put all the property related business aside and you're fully focused now on breathe work and it's interesting that you say that so when we're younger we, we kind of use exercise for that release yes. and it was using that exercise for the release that led to the injury that then brought you all the way around to realizing that what we do every day naturally is actually got all the answers. That's true. And 
we have this simple practice, simple tool right under our nose, right? The breathing. And uh, I found that as to be as one of the most effective ways how I can take care of my mind. At the time, some of my motivation was looking for performance, right? To be better, more focused, uh, more alert. Uh, but then over time, I learned that actually biggest help I needed with is actually my mental health, my uh, anxiety, uh, the stress I was facing and just coping with all of those. And that was probably the biggest performance enhancer, actually just learning to chill out, learning to use something that I already have, the breathing, to take care of my mental state. Yes, I, I think a lot of people know that this is the solution, but actually most people don't exercise it, do they? That, that's really the problem. So who's, who's breathwork applicable to? I mean, I really believe it's applicable to most of us too. All of us, um, even kids, even elderly people, right? Everyone can deal with a bit of regulation of their nervous system. And, um, and especially it's applicable for people who are working um, high pressure jobs uh, or they have to take care of others or of their loved ones. And breathing has uh, a unique property to it that we can use our breathing to influence the state of our nervous system. And by addressing how our nervous system is reacting to stresses, we can actually be more calm or present to respond to situations that are presented to us instead of reacting them and being reactive and short-tempered. We can actually be more grounded and more present to choose the right things to do. So to, to control your reactions, really, you've got to be aware of when it's time to stop and breathe. Absolutely. And breathing is, is um, I find it's like a training wheels to really master your mind, to really master your responses and your internal dialogue. Because with the breathing, we really influence the nervous system. And when we can calm down our nervous system, we can really access that stillness of the mind that so many of us are struggling these days. I mean, the, the two most fundamental things for us as human beings, right, are oxygen and hydration yet people don't realize that if they incorporate that into their living properly the benefits that it has so um what are the potential benefits of working with with breathworks can, can you t tell us you know sort of from top down yes and um because i work with so many individuals uh private clients i uh, lead a community group online courses where i share these techniques so i come in contact with people who come to me with desire to learn these techniques and it's oftentimes anxiety the pressures that we're facing day to day the constant bombardment of for um with distractions people fighting for attention and um we can reclaim that by simply practicing a little bit of more of a self-awareness and it doesn't take much it takes five minutes in the morning to sit down and pay attention to your internal state. So then first you become more familiar with how you feel on the inside. Uh, you don't need any external uh, substances or distractions to regulate yourself. And then with time you learn to influence that uh, more consciously, more intuitively as well. Um, recently I had some, some, some issues in my life and uh, grieving my father. And uh, what happened with me is out of desperation, I turned to breathing, but 
I guess there's different types of breathing that you know people can use for for getting through their problems. Yeah, I see it as a um, big spectrum of different approaches uh, to use your breath. Uh, on one side, it can be really functional way of using the breathing to improve respiratory conditions like asthma or help athletes with their performance. Somewhere in the middle, it could be breathing techniques like um, something that can help you access that meditative state where you are calm, where you're grounded, at least for those five to ten minutes a day you are centered in your own present state. And on the other hand, it can also be a powerful um, form of therapy that can help access uh, deep stored emotions and, and patterns to integrate them. So I don't prescribe to subscribe to one particular type of breath practice and but I really feel that there are many different ways of using it and applying it is just finding the right tool for the right uh, application. Um, somebody told me once that you know no matter how you're feeling if you actually breathe 10 times there's no way you can go back to how you were feeling before you started the breathing. So when can we use uh, breath work? I mean how should we consider it's time to pull in on that resource that we all have. So I find that probably the biggest difference learning and practicing breathing techniques can can be made with actually using it as a daily routine, as a daily practice where every morning or evening you sit down and have your five minutes, ten minutes to really familiarize yourself with your breath. So then when the situation hits you are prepared, you know how to apply those tools and techniques. Of course, there are different um, hacks, what I would call, really short breathing techniques that can be used in those moments, but I really find the biggest benefit can be had from actually putting into practice, really learning the ins and outs of your own, your own mind. So then you can be more prepared, more, more equipped to deal with anything that life throws at you. So having a set routine, kind of puts you in the right mindset for the day but that doesn't mean that you're going to avoid the stresses that are going to come through the day you need to be able to create that awareness to actually then pull in when you need it absolutely and from a medical perspective uh, again you can breathe away some ailments can't you if something's actually so probably the most simple and obvious example is asthma so there are yeah. a lot of ways how um, dysfunctional breathing patterns can lead to respiratory conditions, asthma, right? And adjusting the way you breathe, perhaps breathing less through the mouth, breathing through the nose, making sure you breathe with your belly diaphragmatically, all those things can, can really change the pattern of the breathing and influ influence the state like asthma. Uh, it can also help improving sleep quality. And if we improve our sleep quality, and there are simple ways of doing that through uh, adjusting the way you breathe, it has like a cascading effect. Once the sleep is improved, so many other conditions and, and ailments can go away because we are um, realigning the system to be in a more optimal state than uh, allowing it run off course for forever. And for somebody to start this journey, um, obviously we're going to guide them towards your website and you're going to uh, make available to our listeners a, a bite-sized sort of five minutes a day uh, breathing exercise, but how, how does that journey start for somebody? Can you just briefly talk us through? 
everyone can benefit uh, from learning about their breathing and about their mind, essentially. And to start the journey, the simplest way is the five-minute uh, bite-sized breathwork techniques. But it doesn't have to be only with me, right? There's so many different teachers, different approaches who teach meditation, teach breathwork. And I really would recommend taking a look around and uh, finding the teacher that people connect with and they can trust and learning from them because that's the best way to to really speed up your process and and get those um, perhaps confusing questions answered early on and really yeah learn the fundamentals uh, well so then uh, you can build on that foundation because that's a lifelong skill that can be developed developed and used for a long time um just before we say thank you very much and goodbye to you um there is actually breathing is nobody's ever taught how to breathe right we're born and you just do it naturally and nobody's ever actually taught how to breathe and there is a, a line of thought that says that panic attacks actually can originate from breathing too quickly and getting yourself into a state so is that a subconscious anxiety or is that actually a mechanical thing from not breathing correctly it can be uh, adding so if someone feels anxiety someone is prone to having these panic attacks. If they don't know how to breathe correctly, uh, breathing can add to the problem. So oftentimes, uh, dysfunctional breathing comes with breathing through the mouth quite often and breathing in the upper chest. And that adds to uh, increasing the nervous system arousal. And when someone is going through rough patch in their life, they already have high nervous system arousal. And if their breathing is, uh, not optimal and in a state that could just add to the problem. And oftentimes when you see someone in a panicking state, when they are having uh, a panic attack, right? The advice usually is take a breath. But what does this mean, take a breath? Because the person is already on full lungs, they're gasping for air. But sometimes more effective is to tell them, exhale, breathe out. Because inevitably when a person breathes out, that creates that prolonged exhalation that, that triggers this parasympathetic response in our nervous system that helps to calm down the nervous system. And inevitably, when someone breathes out, they will have to breathe in. So that's probably the more effective way to calm down is focus on exhalations instead of focus on breathing. And um, that's why knowing some simple techniques, simple principles, foundational principles of your breathing can be a, can make a really big difference for anxiety and conditions like that so we're all walking around with the biggest defense in our own control and really getting into a habit of learning how to use it is 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 where you can help and perhaps learning how to um or relearn how we used to breathe when we were kids when we were babies because oftentimes if you see small babies they breathe breathe with soft bellies relaxed stomachs and and that's a diaphragmatic breathing that's a breathing more effective uh, breathing as we should be breathing at rest but oftentimes through our life when we are um, stressed maybe we sit at the desk too much maybe we suck in our bellies to appear thinner we stop <laughs> we stop breathing with our bellies we start breathing with our chest and that leads to that overactivation of the nervous system so simply relearning to breathe like a baby it's probably the best advice uh, you can give yes well there's a lot to learn from babies the other thing is when they pick things up from the floor Absolutely. they always go down properly and then pick it up and stand up and then we have to relearn to do that after we all hurt our backs totally 
Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Really looking forward to doing your five-minute exercise. I'm going to make a point of doing that. And um, hopefully you can help some of our listeners with further work with their breathing. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.